Drive is brought to you by TrueCar. Access an exclusive audience of lower funnel car buyers through our network of over 500 affinity partners, including USAA, Sam's Club, and AAA. Close more sales in a cost-effective way. There's never been a better time to become a TrueCar certified dealer. All right. I just noticed as the intro was coming up that Lou had, uh, we, we still have the old intro in that, uh, the, the new ones, I mean, the new logo, the old logo, but this is a new logo, but we have the old logo on the, uh, whatever comes up there right before the show starts. Just some things you notice when you don't have your earphones in little things. Yeah. When you can hear it's a little different today. when you, when you don't hear like the, you know, the, 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 um, monitor you know because that's what you concentrate on you cut your voice you're inside your own head with your voice yep. which is kind of cool but when you're actually like like a normal human being and you're using your actual ears into actual atmosphere you, your eyes pay attention more to, to things yeah does that make sense it, it does really it does yeah we're What's picking up shot? different things than we normally would because we're so used to having that in our in our ears if we're talking like i feel like we're talking like yeah, slow it's because i'm tired you know, <laughs> I am absolutely, I'm not sure what, how any, I, I slept like a freaking baby, man. Um, the first night back we, uh, and, uh, let me tell you something, man. I, I, what a, what an amazing, uh, amazing conference. We're going to talk and we're going to recap our experience at the, um, conference this past weekend, the hustle and mm-hmm. grind. And, and really, um, I guess what we're going to do is mostly is just recap the people, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to talk about the people. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things that, uh, that that I'll share that I picked up on, and I, I think, I don't know if it was Lisa Copeland I was listening to today because I was catching one of her broadcasts. Um, I'm not sure if it was her or not, and I think it was, but the, you know, the fact that we had uh, people from all around the country, in the car business, obviously, that uh, from, in all different positions, right. but yet everyone was on the same playing field. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like there was parody as far as I knew that was coming, uh, go ahead. As far as where everyone was at, you know, there wasn't like a oh, you know, there's a right, there's someone who's a, at a higher level. I mean, it was like, yeah. you know, Glenn, all these people that have made it uh, in big ways, general managers, uh, national speakers. We were all there together. It's like a kumbaya a little bit, but <laughs> well, it, no, was, but it, it was it was a very level playing field, and I thought it was very cool because you know, salespeople to general managers to owners. Uh, Josh Cummings was there, great guy, yeah. and uh, you know you could talk with him like you're you're talking to your, the, the guy who washes the cars. I mean, it was just a really cool atmosphere. Yeah, and you know, so let's absolutely, and I can't say enough about it. And uh, Sean Hayes, Glenn Lundy, man, a couple of uh, class acts. I mean, they just they've been on the show so many times, Dave. Um, you know, and and um, contributed in so many ways, not only to this show, um, but obviously to everything they do, and and. Um, but but again, you you mentioned it. The people that were there show you why the, the reason we started doing this show in February of 2012. Um, it was it was myself and Chris Fritcher, um, and we did it together for about a year. And Chris and Chris uh, left the show. I did it by myself for for probably seven eight months, and then you came on and we did it together. And then um, when you you had left momentarily, and, and Tommy Elwell came on, it was he and I. Then it was you and I and Tommy. I mean, we just had so much fun over the years, and here we are again. I mean, I, this is we're I don't know what episode it is, but three hundred and something, and you know, it's literally five six plus years, mm-hmm. and we've been doing this weekly. Um, and uh, what is it? 344. 344. Wow. 
so I guess the reason I'm saying all that is 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 for this reason. It's the reason you and I started this show is not because we um, needed something to do because now there's an audience. Now you know there's some fun behind it. Now there's some you know some some recognition or some notoriety where you can you can really connect with some folks and do some cool things. And that's 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 well and good. But that wasn't the case in the beginning, and we didn't need something else to do because we're busy. Right? right, and so right. so was everyone else. You didn't need something else to watch. You know, uh, uh, this is th- this is about people that love this industry and want to see it get better. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 that's that's just the, the, the that's just the reality of it. This is a very very unique and small industry compared to compared to other industries. There's only twenty thousand roughly right franchise mm-hmm. automotive dealers in the U.S. That's relatively small compared to you know a lot of uh, other businesses and industries. Yeah, and our you know our days when we go to work at a dealership, our days look so similar. So it's so easy to connect yeah. with people all over the country that are in this business. I want to say hello, Daryl Bailey. Thanks for joining in, Errol Wool, Brett Naya, Emily Bauer. Um, hey, Emily was rocking one of these hats yesterday <laughs> and posted it. Gave us a shout out. Emily, nice. you look good in the hat. It was awesome. I love you. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think Brian that works with her is like he wanted one, and she told him to wait for today. Actually, ironically. Um, I didn't have anything to do with uh, the gift, the gifts that we're going to give away today, but um, I don't know if Brian's watching or not, Emily. But if if the if the man wants one, there's only three here to give away. This would be his shot, you know, Brian. Brian, uh, this is your shot to win an Auto Dealer University hat. Um, we're going to give these away today. Nice for sharing. You got to share the show. Um, like normal, we're going to give them away. We're going to do some recapping today as well. We're going to spend, um, the, you know, the next thirty minutes or so, really discussing some highlights of um, of just the people. Again, I want to emphasize the people. If you missed hustle and grind, what did you miss? Most most of all, you missed the people. You missed some incredible individuals, um, and 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 a really a a conference that is um, was designed and centered around you know um, promoting the individuals in this industry that are making it happen with their heart yeah absolutely is that a good way to say it yeah i mean you could you could feel it in the room from the time we got there till the time it culminated uh at the end of the event but, uh, and we're going to obviously see some highlights today which is amazing and by the way thank you for all who were there for yeah. those of you who watch online every week also that mm-hmm. were unable to come not only uh are we going to attempt to bring you those today some of those highlights but I want to thank you, and I know Dave feels the same way, for all the support. It's just like you just mentioned about Emily, you know, sharing yeah. the photo with the hat. And then when we go to these events, yeah. um, it's so it's so amazing how everyone comes up and really supports us. And I just want to say thank you to everyone for that. Yeah, abs- absolutely, wholeheartedly. And, you know, um, we figured today would be a light show in many ways as well because, honestly, everybody's worn out, man. You get these conferences, it takes a lot out of you as well um, because you're pouring out. But, Ricardo, Gerard, you didn't get a chance to get a hat, man. First of all, that guy's amazing. Um, if you if you don't follow the beard, you follow him, man. Ricardo Gerard is amazing. What a servant! That guy literally did not stop working. What he did the entire conference. That's what I'm talking about. By the way, those are the individuals that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He outshone, including myself by far, anyone on that stage. It wasn't it, if you if you're looking for the real superstars of 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 the auto industry. It's people like Ricardo. It's people like Brian West. It's people like Emily Bauer, Chuck Miller, Tony Tito Washington. Tony wrote an incredible uh, uh, rap um, that he did a couple of times that became the theme of the song. But really, what was so cool about that, yeah, I mean, he's extremely talented. But talent is not 
what cuts it right and but tony's heart it came across it was about it was about this industry that he loves and that's what resonated people it became an anthem um people like adam chowstack you know um who is an incredible sales manager gsm over in uh, louisiana those are the full those are the real superstars of this industry you are and i mean that sincerely so if you guys want a hat all you gotta do is share the show this might be a good chance to um, have really good odds. Um, if you share the show, we're going to throw your name in a hat, and we're going to uh, tell you who wins. We're going to give away these hats. These hats are cool. Um, I wear one myself. I love them. And uh, matter of fact, we had about five different uh, prototypes, call it, and uh, we decided to go with this one. I, I'd worn a couple of them, and this is just the one I personally like the best, and everyone complimented the most here at the office. And so um, we went with this hat, and I think it's pretty cool. So, Yeah, very cool hat. So, uh, what do you think we, what do you say? We're we ready to go to, uh, go to some recap today. Yeah. I'm ready to share this with the audience. Uh, yeah, we can go. For, is that what we're doing? Awesome. Yeah. Let's go to the, the first recap. We'll start with, are we uh, doing that or going to commercial? How do you want to do it? Whatever you want to do. You're the boss. <laughs> You're the producer, man. Well, I just, I'm, I'm I just gonna, follow orders. Well, then I'm going to go right with the, uh, let's go start with the recap. Recap. Let's All right. It. So here's the first recap. All right. We were privileged, Dave, you and I to go in the green room fresh off the stage. I mean, this is, you're talking like, you know, hot. Um, fresh off the stage on fire, you know, like, like, like just lit it up, lit it up. Did she ever, right? Uh, initially I saw, um, and was made aware of Danelle Delgado, um, when she spoke at the 10 X growth con in Miami, the original, uh, with Grant Cardone, she was on the stage with some heavy hitters and, um, Danelle lit it up then. And guess what? She lit it up again. So we were able to sit down. Sometimes, I mean, when you speakers, when, when we get on stage, you know, um, I mean, listen, you're up there. If, if you if you have anything to say and you can say anything publicly in any way, shape or form and you're ever put on a stage like um, like the stage this past week and you can't light it up in some degree, then you have no business speaking because it's like throwing chum in the water of sharks. I mean, it's like, it's, 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 it's impossible to not be energized. But what I am interested in, and you should as well, and you're about to see it, is what happens when they step off the stage. Mm. What happens when you can pull some extra nugget out of them when they've given an hour of information mm -hmm. from the stage? Yeah, yeah, it feels great. And then also, you know, when you're able to sit down with them just one-on-one, -on -one, you see their you see them kind of, you know, relax a little bit because, you know, on stage, it's it's a it's a little bit different feeling it than is. when you're sitting down having a conversation. We're going to get intimate yeah. in the conversation here with a couple of superstars. So, Danelle, <clears throat> uh, wow, Danelle Delgado blew me away. So. Absolutely. What's up, Gary Pollard, Chuck Miller? Danielle is uh, Danielle is the real deal. Ricardo, uh, Randy Kennedy, what's up, man? Hey, thank you for chatting with me, brother. Um, I loved it, man. Love getting to know you a little bit. Look forward to connecting further. What's up, Mike Phillips? Love what you're doing. Christopher Campbell, uh, Christopher Campbell, man, what a cool guy. I got a chance to meet him. Um, just really loved putting some faces with names and vice versa. Um, and uh, and it was just it was just uh, it was an honor and a privilege to uh, to have met you, Christopher. What's up, Lindsay Rodriguez? I wish Lindsay could have been there. I've known Lindsay for many many years um an incredible car girl uh way mccormick man you too um so let's go to danelle Delgado. what do you say dave let's do it all right hey check out our again. interview behind the scenes in the green room right after she spoke with danelle Delgado. we'll be right back 
All right, so we're here in the green room, Hustle and Grind Con. What's up, Dave? Hey, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Listen, I am so fired up, brother. We have Danell Delgado, who... The Danell. The Danell Delgado. And let me tell you something. What a fired up room out there. You absolutely lit it up, as always. I don't think I've ever not seen you on, like, your A-game, ever. It's my shoes. It's your, okay. It's really the shoes bring it out <laughs> That's, of me. Right? Absolutely. They change your posture. My wife has like a um, sign above her door that says, well, first of all, shoes are all over her office and it says like every woman, you know, yes. uh, something about every woman can solve any problem with a new pair of shoes. That's true. How true is that? I actually got here and forgot my shoes, so yeah. I had to run over to Jimmy too. I had ah. to find one. I, I got these in the snack bar. Just you so you know. know. I, those make me feel like home. That's Colorado. It really is at its finest. You're from Colorado. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm really close to there. I'm actually from Tampa. Tampa. Okay. Yeah, yeah right Similar. down the street. Similar. <laughs> Six-hour flight. But yeah. Let me, <laughs> right. yeah. Let me ask. I know you, you were recently in Mexico. I mean, you're all over the place. You're doing so much. And um, I mean, the vibe here has been incredible. I know we've been here Unreal. now for two days. Um, how, how, just describe a little bit, the, maybe the difference. You know, we're in the auto yes. industry. We talk to dealers all the time. And, and obviously, you know, hence this show, but um, the difference in this vibe, maybe what's going on compared yeah. to some of the other automotive, you know, surroundings and conferences in your yes. opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Here's, here's the difference. There, there's a lot of car conferences who are like, let's just share with them details. Mm -hmm. Let's give them facts. Here's numbers. Here's stats. Well, most people fall asleep. Correct. That's, I do. Like, I have. Right. Now we understand that <laughs> metrics are important, mm -hmm. but here they have given the wow. Mm -hmm. They've given the how. They've given the fire. They brought in the industry's experts. Mm -hmm. There's an unbelievable fire in that room mm -hmm. that people are going to be generating results like they haven't before because paradigms are shifting. They've got the best people in the world and they're shifting. Yeah. Them. And how cool is it that you can come into a room and speak and know that everyone in the audience is really here because they're chasing it. They're doing it they're in real so time. Hungry. Yeah. They're so hungry. Well, right? yeah, I said something like Last night, Dave Benson um, came by the, the Hustle House and we were talking to a group of group of people there. And I said, you know, the difference in this conference, and you and I have talked about this so many times, um, you know, at, at all the conferences, and they, no one's looking down. You know, a lot of times yeah, while what? someone's speaking, there's there are people, they may be listening, but they're not really paying attention. They're looking down, and, that, and as a speaker, that kind of drives me crazy. Right. None of that's here. They're captivated. So let me, can I ask yeah. you a question then? Because, as I said that, because of what you just, your answer you just gave about how, um, you know, there's an energy, there's a fire. And so my question would be, is, 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 it, is, it, is it the attendees? And what I mean by that is, for instance, when you have a theme, a vision, and, and you kind of set a, t a tone ahead of time, like Glenn and Sean and, right. and Dave have done, and you know, those who attend are already at, at a level. So it's almost like you know, they, they've already seen yeah. the content right. or the, or the, the slide deck. Primed. Yeah, they've right. seen the how yes. the how to, you know, with the yeah. step A through Z. Right. They're they're looking for that 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 ignition. Right. That, does that make sense? Right. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Those guys mm -hmm. have primed their audience. Mm -hmm. If they don't like them, they're not following them. Mm -hmm. So they got an audience here of people who are primed and ready to deliver. They just need to be in person because it's just like the car industry, right? You can buy a car online. Mm -hmm. Okay, but there's no experience like connecting with people. Well, that's how they've been following these guys. Mm -hmm. Now they get to come connect with them, be in a house with them. Yeah. Nobody lets, like I actually had people texting me from all over the world going, are you in one of those hustle houses? Mm -hmm. Like, are you safe? <laughs> it's all good. Are you the only female? Right? right? They're asking. Right. And the coolest thing was sitting around a table answering their questions, pulling up their phones, looking at their Facebook, fixing yeah. things, yeah. giving them suggestions. So this is the most close I've ever been to the audience mm -hmm. and they're allowing everybody in. 
the ticket should be five grand. Yeah. Like it's it, unreal. It, I, I totally agree with you. And, and I think that, and I think that whatever it takes for someone to, to, to pay their ticket to invest in themselves, yeah. I really think that people should take pride in that. Matter, matter of fact, I was talking to somebody and this, I don't even remember his name. It was somebody who follows us on auto Deal live. And he was talking to me and he said, you know what? My owner, no, I, I was, it was a general manager. Actually, I do know his name. He's a client of ours. <laughs> I take that back, Stephen, if you're watching, but um, he told me something. He said, you know, my owners uh, offered to buy this. And I said, no, he said, I bought it myself. And so to me, that's what you're talking about. This person is saying, I'm going to maximize the return on this Skin investment. Skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Skin in the game. 100%. Okay. Mm. I've given away one free ticket to every event I've ever personally done. Right. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I have only had two people ever in the history of time show up for wow. the event who had a free ticket. And they both left early. And you know something that's funny? There's a table full of tickets out there with my clients' names on them that I bought. I actually paid for it. Didn't show up. And some of them are in Orlando. Here's the thing. (laughs) It's it's like free information. All those people think they can make it watching a YouTube video. They think that that's enough education that they can get YouTube University Mm -hmm. and go win. That is not the truth. Yes, I invested it. Yes, I watched hours of TED Talks, hours of YouTubes. But what they are doing are giving them the keys to success. But they have to invest. Nobody will come for free mm-hmm. and go do it. Guaranteed. I've seen it too many times. They won't do it. Do you think the, do you think the reason of that, um, Danielle just said, that, that, that it is an investment to her though. She watches it, you watch it, I watch it, but you know, your time becomes such an invaluable currency. Yes. Yes. And so that's, I think, the cost you're paying now. So yeah, you're watching it, but to, for me to watch something like that, I'm, I'm making time for that, which is very valuable. I have limited time, right. as we all do, right. when we become busy. But you have to make time for those things that are going to make you better. I mean, we talk about that a lot. Yeah, and, and as Danelle mentioned, you know, uh, you know, these are followers of mm-hmm. all these amazing yeah. people and yeah. speakers that have contributed right. to this. To this, And it's like, uh, it's like watching your favorite sitcom show, and you <laughs> feel close to the character, but then you realize, oh, that's just a character, right? right. But here, it's reality, yeah. right? right? So you can come and, and cross over right. to the next level by connecting with that right. person in mm-hmm. person, right? right? Yeah. And then last night, it didn't stop in the party <clears throat> houses and the mansions, even though there's a time to have a great time. It did not stop at all. It went there, and we were, role, we were role role-playing playing. last night. And yeah. then I saw a live <laughs> broadcast on business I had you know, GMs judging our salespeople, and when we it was that it was incredible. Yeah, so those That's experiences invaluable. Yeah, yeah. Th- those are actually the things that that, that, yeah. that someone will remember almost more than the, than a than a speech or yeah. a, or a presentation, yep. even though those are phenomenal right now. And yeah. they invested for it. Like they're yes. so hungry. Here's the thing, okay. Free advice is dangerous because it's to the general public. Mm. So there are a lot of people out there, I always say, they're living on hopium. It's a drug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay? ah, it's, like it's a drug. They, like, hope that they're going to make it. They, right. they watch it and they feel inspired. I guarantee you, if you do not invest, that is when you go from hopium to actually being able to generate results because they see, I'm normal. Mm. You're normal. Mm. You're normal. Mm. And they're like, to, literally, I had somebody walk up and they're like, oh, my gosh, Danelle Delgado's here. I'm so sorry I'm smoking in front of you. And I go... <laughs> What? <laughs> like, is that? Do you feel bad about smoking? Right. Like, you right, know, right. like I go, if you do that, we could have that discussion. Right. right. Yeah. Okay, I actually Just don't blow to my face. Right? I mean, you know. Yeah. Than, but I like. That, they right? go. They go. She's totally normal. You're in a t-shirt. I'm like, I do own t-shirts. Like, I just don't wear them to speak. And when you get that reality, they go, Oh my yeah. gosh, Danelle's a small town girl from Colorado, and she did it in four years. Why am I wasting my time? Yeah. It's this conversation. She ended up throwing out the pack of cigarettes and goes. You're right. From what I talked about, right. we all know, and how direct I hit them with, mm-hmm. what are your liabilities right now? Yeah. Yeah. Become an asset. Come on. Okay. Like, she chose to throw them out and goes, you're right. Why would I do anything that would slow my ascent? 
And that conversation you know what's really, happened without You know what's really cool about that? Think about this. And this, this, I know this is like, I mean, this could spawn all types of conversation. I know we got to wrap this segment up, but what, what basically happened, and you know this because you deal with people so much, but somebody would not even, they would miss from, from the mile view yeah. the, the whole cigarette situation. Evidently, that was something that bothered her. Yeah, it didn't bother me. It bothered but it her. bothered her already. In other words, she was looking for a reason to stop. Maybe that was something. She just saw my light. She saw your light. And it reflected she brought on her, it and she was like, "I didn't want to be doing this." How much? How much? Yeah. How much? How is that like any other sales yeah. transaction? Because the yeah. pain point that was her right. that was evidently a pain right. point that she brought to the right. surface. All you did was right. talk her through just right. some well, reality. It was it. Like she saw me, mm-hmm. and she goes, I-, "I understand. I'm being sensitive. I know you've had cancer." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I am your reflection of your future." Is what Come I on. said. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, and I wow. said, but that's okay. Oh. Do you have kids? Mm. She said, too. Wow. I go, right, write their name on that box. Oh, I said, see wow. if you open it again. And it's, <laughs> it's those conversations. Probably, yeah, I hope she bought a VIP so, ticket. Man, yeah. that was worth a lot. That's yeah. 100%. Well, right. it's, it's, it's priceless. Right in that it's priceless. Moment. And that's what this event is all about, changing lives. And, uh, man, I can, see, I can see in their faces so many people that I know are going to walk away different after today. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Hey, this is Danelle Delgado. You know who she is. Awesome job at Hustle and Grind Con. If you're not following her, make sure you do. And uh, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Thank you so much, Thank Danelle. Thank you. You right. guys are awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you Danielle. <laughs> thank you, Danielle. Thank yes. you, guys. All right. So we're back. That was pretty cool. That was great. It was awesome. I like that shirt that you were wearing, dude. That's pretty cool. The Harley Davidson shirt. Uh, that's pretty yeah, neat. The Harley. That's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, Dan- Danelle Delgado is amazing. Do you guys love Danelle is. Delgado? Huh? She is. It, what, what you know to come off and to you know after lighting it up to um, you know to have more. I mean, again, it's like you, you pull so much information from 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 people, but they, when they have a wealth of information. They they've never given it all, you know what I mean. There's always more to give, and that's what I love about uh, about Danelle. And um, so and we're gonna go ahead. If you don't know her story, go back and do some research on Danelle because the story that we heard, yeah. oh my gosh, did she come from one place to another? So very inspiring. Absolutely. You guys enjoying the recap a little bit? Um, you know we're we're still like they have. I guess there's jet lag when you fly from one time zone to the other. We have yeah. conference lag. We've got. I mean, it's been. It's, I mean, you're going like a million miles an hour, and so it was so cool. But you know, we're we're just kind of adjusting to like a normal, you know, normal uh, um, calendar. Yeah. Which I work hard always. <laughs> That's just another level of pulling. Hey, so let's let's kind of go to our next uh, highlight. By the way, a gazillion highlights. Um, it, it, we could. I mean, we have footage. So much footage. I think Lewis said we had over a thousand pictures. Um, we had that we our our film crew took. We had just hours and hours of video. But but a couple of things stood out to us. You guys um are familiar possibly Auto Dealer University. Again, by the way, share the show. Share the show. We're going to draw at the end. We're going to give away three hats um, to uh, someone who shares the show. If you share by four fifteen. So you got another 30 minutes or so, then we will uh, enter your name in for a chance to win one of the three hats. We'll get them out to you ASAP. But um, Joe Calla, uh, we're going to, we're going to, there was a panel, um, experts panel <clears throat> that was on day one, just a bunch of hammers on just really good car people. But uh, Joe Calla is one of us and Joe Calla is the preferred trainer um, of Auto Dealer University. What does that mean? It means that we've, we partnered with Joe as the pref- uh, preferred trainer 
um, we we have over 700 videos and co- of content in Auto Dealer University. And so Joe, who has uh, worked uh, with Penske, worked with large groups, large stores. He also worked was the general manager of Dealer Synergy for a couple of years and just done a lot of really cool things. Um, recently, as just earlier this year, was with a large group running their entire BDC. Um, he is our preferred trainer. He's uh, he's been here multiple times, uh, and we he had a great interview. Um, Dave and and uh, he was asked questions that I think you're going to want to hear. And those of you that were unable to make this conference, there's some really great nuggets here that Dave Benson um, asked several people on the panel. And we're going to pull out a couple where Joe Calla gets a chance to answer. You were there. You you saw this panel. It was it was incredible. Just just great. the nuggets that were poured out. Great panel, fantastic panel, and a, and a great opportunity now to to go and hear what Joe had to say when he was questioned by Dave. Let's take a look. My name is Joe Calla with JC Training and Development. I'm the owner of that company, also a trainer, uh, a preferred trainer with Auto Dealer University. I partnered together with IPD, David Villa, who will also be speaking tomorrow. Uh, but my job is simply to come alongside of you as a dealer, uh, you as a general manager, you as a salesperson, and help you maximize your opportunity every single day. And what's important to you is what's important to me. And that's what I do, as I like to make sure that we figure out what's most important, and then we figure a solution on how to make sure that what's most important is what's focused on. Because so many times, especially when we get into the dealership, we can just get stuck in so many things that aren't the most important things, and we lose sight of the most important thing. And many times, it's the way we handle our customers. It's the way we handle our employees. It's the way we talk to each other. It's creating that culture, just like Glenn was talking about. And so my job is to help reinforce that. And very much like many of the other panelists up here, I'm going to come alongside you and lead by example. I'm going to get on the phones. I'm going to TO deals. I'm going to work the desk, because I've been in the business for 19 years. Started in 1993, which is hard to understand, because it's only like, you know, I'm, I'm like 25, so I don't understand how that happened. <laughs> so, uh, but I started in the business in 1993 selling cars, held positions from general sales manager, new car manager, used car manager, director of business development over uh, a Penske store that we were doing 450 cars a month out of that store uh, through my BDC. Uh, so we, we have a lot of experience and we've worked with many dealerships from small to large and everything in between. working your CRM and that's one of the most important things in order to maximize your opportunity every day you're gonna have to dig through that thing like it's like it's you're going through a mine trying to find gold and you need to to go in there and dig deep don't just let the automations tell you how to do your job maximize your opportunities dig deep go into not only just you know what came in yesterday if you're into BDC you know obviously it helps because you have that mentality my whole goal when I come into a store, is to try to create a BDD, not just have a BDC within your dealership. What's a BDD? It's a business development dealership. In other words, your salespeople are thinking like a BDC rep. They're making phone calls, they're digging through, they're grinding hard in between the sale. Not when they're just doing the, the, the test drive and everything else, but they're going into the CRM and turning it into a cash register machine, making that thing work for them. Instead of just saying, man, this CRM sucks, this CRM is terrible. We should get a different CRM. What we need to do is learn how to speak the language of that CRM. 
you know, get the Rosetta Stone of that CRM and speak to it because then you can learn how it works and understand how it works so it can maximize, you employ it, make it work for you, and then you'll start to get the maximum return from it. Calling your sales, your, your, your customers that you've sold, just say, hi, how you doing? I just wanna make sure everything's okay. How's everything with your vehicle? That's a question sometimes that's hard to say as a salesperson because you know it could open up a very big can of certain things, but you want to welcome that. If they're upset, you're their advocate. You want to come alongside them and help them get through the things that may have made them upset. And when you come alongside, it's like that old adage, you know, people don't care about how much you know till they know how much you care, but it's true. When you care and you truly, genuinely care about your customer, they want to continue to do business with you. That's what we were speaking, me and Neil were speaking earlier, and you know, listening to my brother's heart here, he owns a dealership in New Jersey. He just cares about his customers. He wants to take care of them. And so when we can go ahead and emulate that as underneath our leader as a dealer principal or a Glenn or whoever it is that is that we're working with, that is what matters most to the, G to the GMs and the dealer principals. They care about their people. And when we care about the people that we sell and just to s see how we can help them, then it makes a difference. Education without application is going to only ever just be good information. It's just like this right today. You're going to be here taking a book of notes. You're going to have a whole bunch of stuff to go back with. You're going to be pumped up, fired up, jazzed up, whatever words you want to use to explain how emotional you are about this. But when the emotion runs out and you get back to your store and you share with your GM or GSM the things that you've learned, the only thing that's going to make the difference now isn't what you learned, it's what you apply. And transform routines create transform results. And so when you have information plus application, that's when you get transformation. The only way you transform being a shape to getting in shape is by going to the gym. I can sit there and watch you know, video you know, uh, all day long about somebody who's you know, working out, but it doesn't do any good for me unless I go to the gym and work out. So it's just a matter of taking, whether it's an online platform, which you know, we have, just like you have as well with, you know, I mean, I have my auto dealer university one, you know, we have sales hustlers. We have, there's so many of them out there, but none of them are good if you don't do anything about what you're learning. Dealing with ineffective and unqualified trainers for your sales staff. Anyways, uh, always be closing. I've been doing this since 1998 guys. At Auto Dealer University, we cut out the fluff. By pairing with premier automotive-specific sales trainers, Auto Dealer University seeks to identify your pain points and find remedies for them. Auto Dealer University allows dealers everywhere instant access to training for every position within your dealership. If you're looking to get the most out of your training budget, then look no further than Auto Dealer University. Auto Dealer University, the elite training platform for everything automotive. Enrollment begins now. And we're back. Hey, welcome back to Auto Dealer Live. We're giving you we coverage. Know. We never know who's going to come back. We, yeah, just had, know, we kind right. of look at each other. Like we had to, we've been doing this so long that we kind of feel each other's looks. We're like, yeah. like so if we like do one of these things, we're like, all right, so we're back. <laughs> like we had it planned. 
Exactly. So, uh, yeah, and today, you know, obviously bringing you live coverage from or recorded live coverage from the Hustle and Grind event. We're uh, not recording. No, we're, we're live right now. We're it's truly actually, live. I'll, tell, I'll prove it to you. Is, uh, it is 404, Thursday, October 11th. There we go. Right here. There Look, we go. watch this. Oh, ow! See? See? Live. <laughs> live. See? <laughs> yeah, I mean, go <laughs> Live. He's not asleep. Yeah, great stuff, man. That was Joe Calla. What an amazing guy. You know, I'm so glad that, you know, we've partnered with him on this yeah. because um, he, he really brings it. He's passionate, and he has a wealth of knowledge from, from you know, so many different experiences in the auto dealership. And not just in a dealership, but dealerships in all types of locations that he's consulted and poured into. So bringing that back and, and then filtering it in, putting it into Auto Dealer University for <clears throat> all dealers to, to be able to see is amazing. And I think it's also pretty cool. I'm just going to say this real quick, but I think it's pretty cool that there are so many different trainers, right? Because mm -hmm. I think when we, we move forward with Auto Dealer University, it wasn't about spotlighting us. It was about bringing solutions to every dealership, no matter what their system was, whether yeah. they're four square menu, uh, whatever their process, their BDC, if it's a cradle to grave, a hybrid, there's something addressed for everyone that you can get behind and feel safe, by the way, uh, as managers, as GMs, as owners in providing for your team, because it'll line up with what you're trying to accomplish. So I think it's a great thing. Yeah, it is, man. It is. And you know what? So we're, we're so, we're so, I, it's training is so important. Um, it's so important to me as a business owner. You know, people ask all the time, what are the secrets to, you know, growing business? There's so many of them. It depends really on what audience because, um, you know, perseverance and just persistence and not giving up has such a big part in that as I kind of spoke on the other day. But when it comes down to practicality, training is really the answer. What do I mean by that? I mean this. That literally my team comes in every day. My own sales guys come in every day, every single day. We do not skip a day and we train from 9 to 9.30 uh, on the academy. And the only time we ever do miss a day on the academy is when we do it live because obviously we're here. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's good for us. And so training is important and uh, you need to be training. You want to get better? You got to train. You got to train and get ready. You got to train like you fight train you gotta train like you fight never been to a professional event where you didn't see him warming up ahead of time come never. on come on so, so hey what an incredible show so far again we're recapping some of the highlights of of hustle and grind and there were so many again this we're just scratching the surface I mean, there this is right. i mean when we're finished with this we're talking like five percent of what went on mm -hmm. so it's it's not this is not our job to, to to push the conference and what have you this is i'm sure they're going to do a great job of that it's their conference and we're, we're just part of it but we're just highlighting uh some things that that, that we felt like um, that really we'd like to bring to the audience here. And this next interview, you guys know who, who ET is, and I don't mean phone home, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mean, I don't mean like the kind of ET sitting in a basket on the front of a mom bike, you know what I mean? With a hoodie on, with a bathrobe on. I like okay. that ET. Huh? I like that ET. I like that ET too, but I mean, I'm not talking <laughs> about phone home. You guys know who ET Eric Thomas is, right? Mm. The number one motivational speaker mm. in the world. I don't know where that ranking comes from, but there is a motivational speaking ranking because he's quite aware of it. He is quite aware of it. Matter of fact, he said a couple of years ago, he said when I was number 20, and I'm like, look, I'd be happy to be number 20. Right. <laughs> Put me number 20 on that list, right, wherever that list lies. But he's number one on it. 
And that is a that is an that is an incredible feat. Um, but here's the thing, okay? He got up and lit the stage simply on fire, burned the carpet off the stage. Like mm-hmm. like Hilton right now is charging Dave Benson's credit card <laughs> right. for burnt carpet. You done lost your security deposit, my you brother. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas was was it was hotter than three fat devils up on that stage. Ooh, all right, let me hot. just tell you, that's hot. Hot. Hotter than Satan's butt crack. All right, Ooh, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> hotter than a two dollar pistol, pistol down downtown pistol. on a Saturday night. Woo! All right, <clears throat> got any more? I don't know. All right, so I'm going to stop on my head. Hot. All right, but here's the deal: Eric Thomas lit it up, but more than he lit it up on stage, we had the privilege, Dave, and I know that you were you were busy uh, talking to someone else and you were unable to squeeze back there at that time, but. Yeah. Um, but I had Glenn Lundy, I pulled him over really quick and said, hey, sit down with me. But we interviewed, and I got a chance to talk to Eric Thomas. This man is humble. He is real. He is genuine. Man, he is a, he's a godly man. And let me tell you something, unplugged, sitting down, chilling out, right before he went up on stage and completely combusted the place. You guys ready for this? This is this has not been seen other. We had a Facebook live from far away. This is this I is, haven't even seen most of this. No, no, this is good. You guys are in for a treat, man. We got we got to peel back some layers and talk to ET, Eric Thomas. By the way, he just followed me on Twitter yesterday. Come on, that's what I'm talking about. Poof, we connected pretty good, man. The guy's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, check this out. Hey, this is David Villa. I'm here, Auto Dealer Live, man. First of all, I don't think the man needs any introduction, Glenn. I'm here. First of all, I'm here with Glenn Lundy. Yeah. Hi, I need an introduction. Yeah. Yes, you do. Glenn doesn't need it. Come I need on, it. man. Glenn doesn't need it. He does. Dude, our voices are almost gone. I know. Because uh, because we've been shouting Working for two days. Two days, man. Yeah, you've been rising and grinding. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. sir. Rising. Hey, grind. that's the rise and grind voice. That's yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who's this guy? This guy? Oh, yeah, who's this guy? I don't know if you guys don't know who he is. This is the real E.T. The real E.T., yeah. Real Come on, baby. E.T. That's it. That's it. We're here live and direct. I'm excited, guys. I can't believe I'm still in the business. I can't believe after all this time, I'm still doing it. So uh, thank you guys for having me without a stage, man. Um, you know, I wouldn't be where I am without you guys sending it out to your team, without you guys listening to it. My wife and I would be at Disney at the Hilton, so right. thank you guys so much, man. We you appreciate bet. you, man. We now, you're, are you right at 30 years you've been doing this? 20 years you've been doing this. I started at 18, okay. 19, I'm 48. Yes, 48. sir. So right close to 30. 30 yeah, years. 30 years, right? That's amazing, years, man. man. Can, can I, get a, I get a question, man. Like, yeah. how, how do you, I mean, when you, you've spoken in front of thousands of people, yeah. you've gotten on hundreds of stages, yeah. and, and when you get on stage, is it still new every time? Yeah, man, you know, because this is the first time I, I would do it today. Come on, this is the first time I'm going to do it. Like I, that group that's in there, I've never spoken to that group um, of people, that makeup. As a matter of fact, if we did it tomorrow, it'd be new because everybody wouldn't be there. Everybody wouldn't be in the same seat. So, you know, every single day is new. It's a new opportunity. It's a gift. Nothing is promised to us. And to be able to be in this thing for almost 30 years, mm-hmm. there are guys that do it for have a strong five-year career, 10-year career. Mm-hmm. You know, for me to be able to do it for over 30 now when you put Eric Thomas in Google it comes up so yes, yes, sir. Sir. stupid uh, stupid grateful man can I, I want to add Glenn you know we talked about this a little bit but you know one of the things that he, one of the characteristics that ET has is humility I mean he's sitting here and he's introduced himself to everybody in the room right. you know I mean he's making it a way going out of his way but I guess I, that would be my answer for why you resonate with me I mean I love the motivation but the fact that you're you humble still it, it comes across as genuine and real. And is there a secret to that? Yeah, not forgetting uh, who you are and where you come from. Mm. I wasn't always one of the top motivational speakers in the world. And if I don't behave myself properly, I may not continue to be one. 
culture, you know, so um, the people made me, and so I have to continue to remember the people made me. My gift didn't make me. The people made me who I am, and so I've got to let them know every opportunity. Thank you. So I don't, my mom says it's not being humble, it's being grounded. Mm. My mom said mm. humble is when you have something. Right. You know, I don't have anything, so I'm grounded. I know where I come from. I know how I got here, and I want to be able to stay here. So how do you stay? You stay by doing what you did in the beginning. You don't switch up the game and do something new. You do what got you here. So I'll continue to do what got me here. And that's speaking to people and um, and respecting people for who they are. You know, I walk through sometimes and people say, you know, that's ET. And I said, well, that's the custodial worker. You know, wow. and if you're if you're smart, you don't talk to the principal. The principal's only been there three, four years. The custodial worker's been there twenty. Right. So, so the principal right. don't know. She don't know nothing. Right. She just got there. Right. And she don't have the slightest idea what's going on. She's been in the, she's been in her, her role for two or three years. The custodial worker, he knows generations of families that have been here. He really knows. So uh, understanding that everybody is somebody, everybody has a gift, everybody has wisdom and knowledge, and we have to respect everybody as such. Absolutely, man. Yeah. That's some powerful, powerful yeah. stuff. Yeah. And you've got one of your most popular uh, videos. You're in the locker room, or, or like in the classroom, right? And you're leaning on a kid's head, like when you <laughs> when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, and you're on his head. And I'm just curious, where did that, like where did that, I understand the concept, but where, when did that pop into your head, like, Man, it's got to be that level of water. First of all, is he still alive, right? I mean, aren't you? You ever wonder, like, you know, did you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's still, yeah. <laughs> he was one of my students, so yeah, he, he calls me about that from time to time. But guys, here's what's strange. I don't even know if I've ever told the story. Um, but I did the story, and then there's a young man who worked with me. He's probably about 10, 12 years younger than me. He was kind of as a mentor, and so we we would share the stage, if you will. And um, I was, you know, coaching him up. And he did the exact same story. So I'm not sure what happened. I think he might have come late. Mm -hmm. So you talk about being humble. He came in. I think he got late. So he didn't hear me do it. Right. I hear he did a similar version of the exact same thing. Really? Mine has over 100 million. Nobody knows that he did it. Wow. You know, and it's because I got mic'd up that day. Yeah. Right. A guy was working on his thesis. He had done a, a, a documentary on me. and was like, E, I got everything I need, but you going live, going in. And so he mic'd me up, we did that, he never even used it. He never used that piece, but he had it. Right. The first time I'd ever been mic'd before, I'd never been mic'd. Really? So that was the other blessing, had I just done it in a room with a, with a mm -hmm. camera mic, it probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have been, you know, as right. powerful. And um, got over a hundred and something million hits. And, um, and, and I think I, I, I just used to do a lot of reading. So I don't ever have like a prepared message, but I just take the stuff in so that when I'm sensing the spirit in the room that you need this, you need this, we can just pull from it. So that, again, I'm humbled because I didn't necessarily have that story blocked in or written down to do that story. Mm. The only thing I had was the one thing I wrote down that was Lance Armstrong's. It may last for a week, it may last for a month, it may last for a year, but eventually pain will subside. Right. That's the only thing I had written down and then everything else was just freestyle. I love it. Yeah, so that's why I'm humble, man. That's, I didn't, I didn't even right plan, there, yeah, I didn't even plan, I didn't plan, I can't lie and act like I planned it and you know, we were just this phenomenal group. And then here's the other thing. The only reason we put it on YouTube because at that time, YouTube was a place to store things. Right. So you didn't need a disc, right. you didn't need a VHS, you could just yeah. put it up and it's, so that's the only reason we put it up mm -hmm. was to, to preserve it. And then we would show it to some of our students when they would come to our office. Like one kid here, two kids here, 30 kids there. And then let's be honest, 
my version didn't even blow up. Mm -hmm. It was Nikki Giovanni's version that blew up. Mm -hmm. So my version probably has two, three mil. His has over a hundred and something million hits. So again, humble. Just two, three. Yeah, yeah. Just two, three million. Just humble yeah. that his one, his blew up, not mine. Right. He had the shirt off, which helps. Right. The tattoo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The tattoo helped with the, you know, running up and down on the beach. But I'm humbled because what blew us up was not what we did. You, yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. It's also awesome that you, that you see that. that yeah. No question. Well, I know you're going to be speaking soon, man. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to. I mean, we wanna, let's go one or two see. more. At least let's not waste this time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, okay. May not be able to do this again. You know, if you, I got a question. So, okay, so you're you're speaking to an industry yeah. that is that that money's not an issue. You know, I mean, they, there's money everywhere in the car business. Matter of fact, you know, Glenn, we've been doing this a while in this industry. I think there's probably probably some of the reason change isn't at the forefront because there's a lot right. of money to be made doing it broken. Yeah, people are currently profitable with currently. old ways of doing things. So, I mean, you're talking to people that want to that want to go from amateur to pro. They want to they want to cross over. I mean, is, is is that something you can relate to? You know, in that decision, hey, I'm going to cross over from like doing it part time to doing it real time. Amateur. Yeah, I mean, let's think, guys. I got a GED, and when I got my GED, like literally, this may sound crazy to you guys, but I was doing it big. You know, my grandfather died without a degree. My father doesn't have a GED. I, I won. I mean, I made it. I was one of the few guys on the block. You know, I finished, you know, and then to go get a four-year degree, you know, that was it. I came home riding on a, a horse, you know, as the man. And um, uh, my pastor, who was my mentor in college, said to me, you just start learning. Why would you quit now? You just learn how to learn. Why would you quit? You just learn how to learn. Why, why would you stop? So go get the master's, you know. And when I got the master's degree, the master's was really only about can you start something and finish it on time? That was it. I just wanted to start something on time and finish on time. Right. That was the goal. I had never started anything and finished anything. So I was like, okay, how long does it take? They say two years. I'm like, okay, let's see if we can start and finish in the exact amount of time, do the exact classes, in the exact sequence they tell me to do it. I did it. I was like, I'm finished. And they was like, yo, E, you just, like, you, you speaking, you're doing your thing, like, you're just really starting to really come in two years is nothing. Like, you should go get the PhD. So, so, it, it got to a point where it wasn't about goals anymore. It was about, I want to see what the best version of Eric is before I die. Yes, sir. Let's see, what, let's see what the best version of Eric Thomas is. So it's not about money and stuff. It's like, I want to be able to see what we can accomplish before we die. And then I want my grandkids to see that as the benchmark. Right. This is what you're supposed to do. Right. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is it. Yeah. This is what it looks. Your grandfather dropped out. Your great-grandfather dropped out. I dropped out. But I created a new benchmark. Right. Let's see. This is the new benchmark. So let's just see if all you guys can keep up with your grandfather or your great-grandfather. Sounds like legacy to me. Yeah. Exactly I hear right. legacy. Yeah. I hear you care about what's coming in the future. Yeah. That's powerful, man. That's powerful. All right. Speaking. You're not speaking. You're not a speaker. Yeah. You haven't been a speaker. Yeah. What are what is something else that you're really passionate about? If you the, the video never hit, yeah. you never got out there, never yeah. no one ever gave you this platform. Yeah. What do you think you'd be doing? What's another love of yours that we maybe don't know about? So this where you know where, where you know where you have to be, you know, borderline confident, cocky, right? You know what I'm saying? I try to stay humble, but to answer that question, I was a beast as a teacher, and I'm still a better teacher than I am yeah. a speaker. Come on. I'm a beast in the classroom, like. When I wrote my first book, parents would call me and say, you know, my, my son and daughter never read a book before. They couldn't put yours down. And I got the name, The Writer of the Reluctant Reader. The Writer of the 
That's the name of it. Like kids don't like to read, but they E will make you read. So I was in the, I, man, I ran a classroom. I had these kids all over the country doing plays. We would go to major universities, do skits. You know, I would let them speak. I had a drama team, uh, me and Mason West. So before, long before, remember, the video was at Michigan State, me teaching a group of students. Right. That's what I was doing. So they, so what the camera did was caught me in my glory. Right, right. That's what the camera did. It caught me in my glory. And I have always been this. It's just that YouTube didn't exist. So the, when I grew up, if you weren't in the room, you didn't catch the magic. Right. You know what I'm saying? You didn't catch the magic. So the camera is only allowing you to be a fly on the wall and catching the platform. anointing. Yeah, you're just catching the anointing, you know, that you can't, you can be there without being there. So teaching has always been, uh, that's why I got the PhD once this is over. Uh, I was just at a school this morning, uh, Ace School here went. I walked in and they brought a bunch of boys in the room and let me at them for 30 minutes. Nice. You know, so teaching is the, uh, that's the gift. And here's the bigger gift. I'm a servant. Mm. And that's the biggest gift. What I do off stage is much more powerful. But that's the platform to get the audience. And then I get to do what I do, which is Can I ask you one more question? Yeah. All right. So, because I'm, I'm, I'm a minister. I'm yeah. a business owner. Yeah. But I, I've come from lines of ministry mm. and preachers. And mm. I mean, 10 seconds listening to anything you've ever done. You know, it's, it's evident. Where does that come from? I mean, like, I mean, did you grow, you grew up in the church? You have family members and minister around ministry? I mean, where does that come no, from? No. Because well, I, I believe, honestly, between you and I, I do believe it's a part of my birthright. Hmm. Yeah. Even though some of the people in my line didn't make the right choices, you don't get this first. So I know that when I look at my biological father, he could have easily done this. Unfortunately, his, his charisma at a young age was misguided. Mm. And so he uses charisma for something else as opposed to ministry. But this is a birthright. Um, and it came from being homeless. You know, I didn't have, I didn't grow up in church, but when I was homeless, I established, actually, I gotta be honest, I don't wanna get struck down by lightning. At eight years old, my mother started sending me to a camp uh, to get us off the streets in the summer in Detroit. It happened to be a religious camp. So at the camp, they would tell stories of Abraham. Mm. They would tell the stories of David and Goliath and Jonah. And, the, you know, they would tell those stories, you know. Um, and so at eight, I was like, whoa, I like this guy. But just when I went home, we didn't go to church and we didn't pray or anything. So it was like, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think we were atheists, probably agnostic, probably. Um, so, but we never talked about God. And I think when I was homeless, we built a relationship. Because mm. I remember saying to myself, like, oh, I'm homeless, what are we going to do? Right. <laughs> he was like, we're not homeless, son. You, you homeless. You're not homeless. you homeless. I'm not homeless. But this is a great time to arrest your attention. And we built a relationship there. And I tell people this. is They laugh at me to this day. But I used to sing Anita Baker. You know, I want that same old love 365 days of the year. You know, sweet love, don't you ever go away. Like, that was, mm -hmm. that was the stuff I was singing. You know, and we built our relationship while I was homeless. And, um... He, he dusted me off and started me on my way. And so I never, I get up at three o'clock in the morning because I used to do six, but the cars are out. Mm -hmm. I used to do five, but the animals are out. Three o'clock is nobody but me and him. That's right. No distraction, right. no interruptions. It's that's just right. me and him one-on-one. -on -one. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's where it comes. And I just, I'm just saying what I experienced throughout the course of the day. All right. Well, we gotta get All right so we're, Back here live. That was an awesome, awesome segment. What a privilege to enter ET or enter interview yeah. Eric Thomas. Yeah. Um, amazing, amazing man. You heard the last question there, asking about his faith and uh, 
man, uh, you know, he, he just wanted he he would if he did he literally had to go because he had to go get mic'd up. Yeah, that was that was yeah. literally why he right would have kept talking, man. Yeah. He would have kept talking. Hey, I do want to give one shout out though because I think it's yeah, rather interesting. It. We got here. <clears throat> um, and, and listen, not because I've ever seen her, so please understand that you know this is this is more about you and she'll take up for you because she's your grandmother crypto's grandmother somebody commented and said great show i said oh look great show and he goes that's my grandmother <laughs> i'm and i'll be honest with you dot dot styron is cribs grandmother dot yeah. I, well, I am sure that you are a very lovely lady but i said to cribs because she likes I know the hustle and grind i, I, I was saying to cribs because he's like 50 years old i was like your grandmother's still alive because i mean like i don't yeah, know his, his grandmother yeah. and uh yeah that's pretty cool. She, she liked the hustle and grind shows. So that's why she checked in. But no, thanks. <laughs> she, she is my grandmother, and uh, and and I love her to death. So thank you for tuning in, Granny. <laughs> I know. Awesome stuff, yep. man. Uh, so let's give away these hats. All right, let's do what it. What do you say? You guys enjoyed the show today. Hopefully, you enjoyed our our. If my grandma could win a hat, huh? I don't have her name. Wouldn't in that it. be cool? If your grandmother wins that hat and spots it, sports it on a show, Dot wearing an ADU hat, wouldn't that be cool? That would be kind of cool. That would be cool. All right. That would be cool. What's Are up, we, Eddie Stefan? What's we, up? We ready to give something away? or yeah, Let's or do no? it, man. Sterling Leach. Oh, shoot. Let's do it. What's up? Who's the first winner of the first hat? Here we go. I'll <clears> let you read <throat> it out since I pulled it. Henry Simmerman. Henry Simmerman. S- s- not Zimmer. Simmer like, like whew, when a pot's starting to boil, it's simmering. Henry Simmerman, <laughs> come okay. on down. You're the first we're winner we're gonna of do the, Auto we're, Dealer University <laughs> hat. We're going to do the blue-collar rendition of the names. Uh, yeah, there you go. All right. Tyria. I was just throwing in that direction because it made me a for effect. All right. The second winner I won't throw, is... I won't throw far enough to hit you, Tyria. Believe me, I won't. I won't, I won't do that to you. I love Tyria. Second winner. Mr. Terrell Lake, the one and only come on. Terrell Lake, you, sir. Terrell Lake and you are the winner. That went right in front of the camera. (laughs) And the third one more third and final. Man, we gotta get my boy Brian West. Hey Brian West, I'm gonna send you a hat. If Brian West ain't watching, Brian, you better prove to me you're watching, Brian. Prove to me. Prove to me you're watching, Brian. Brian, you gotta prove to me you're watching. I'm gonna get if you prove to me in the next twenty seconds you're watching, I'm gonna give you a hat and and I'm gonna give this person a hat too. So hold on. All right. Because Brian West wants one. Yeah, let's get Brian on there. And the last winner. Chuck. Miller, Chuck Glenn Miller. Lundy, I'm going to send you a hat too. I'm, you Miller. know I'm going to send Glenn Lundy a hat. Oh, Glenn, yeah. I would have gave you, I'm going to send Glenn Lundy. Okay, so Chuck Miller, Chuck, Chuck Miller. Miller, he sounds like you're a game show host. Chuck Miller, you are the winner. What's up, Chuck? Get it? Hey, up what's up, Chuck? Chuck? Hey, you know what I do? Can we can we do this? Brian West. Is Brian West, did Brian West, uh, man, Glenn, I'm get, we're going to send Glenn Lundy a hat, Tria. Tria. Um, but you know what I want to do? Can we keep drawing until we pull a, pull a female? I just want to give. I want to pull a female name. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully you know, we if we get like thirty or forty in, and we haven't pulled a, one, a female yet, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna back off that uh, commitment. Now this could go. I'm hey, not sure. I think Jamie Schroeder is a Jamie female, Schroeder? correct or no? Jamie Guy or Gal? I apologize. Can you look that up? Don't know. Jamie with an I E. I know that person. Jamie I E. It is a woman. Jamie Schroeder. Jamie Schroeder. Jamie Schroeder. M-I- if you're still e- watching. J A M I E Schroeder. Is it a she? Is it a she? Is it a she? Do we have confirmation? Lou, is, it, is she a woman? Yeah. <laughs> All right. It is a woman. Lou's like, well, Jamie. She, he's like, well, are a winner. He's like, well, um, well, you know, well, uh, well. All right, so Jamie right, is a woman. So Jamie, Jamie's Jamie Schroeder, you're going to get wins. one too. Jamie wins. So let's recap who's going to get a hat. We got Jamie Schroeder. 
got Jamie. Getting, we got uh, Jamie Schroeder getting a hat. We've got Chuck Miller getting a Chuck hat. Chuck Miller. We've got Terrell Lake getting a hat. We've Terrell got Lake. Henry Simmerman getting a hat. We've got Simmerman. Glenn Lundy getting a hat. Mr. Glenn Brian Lundy. West. Brian West. Did, uh, Brian West never did comment though, man. Emily tagged oh. him on it. Brian West didn't Brian, comment. You might I miss didn't out. Comment. Yeah. Might miss out, Brian. All right. There you All go. Right. Is that Tree, it? You got it. So we're going to give away right now, Tree. We got. Right now we've got Henry, Henry, Simmerman, Terrell Lake, Chuck Miller. What? Oh, Jamie's a boy. Wait a minute. We hey, boy. Here's my question. Lou, I got to see this picture of Jamie Schroeder. What took you so long to figure out if this is right. a guy or not, man? He told me. It's he a told family me a confirmation. Oh, hold on. Jamie Schroeder's picture oh is a man, God. a woman, and a baby. Jamie's a baby. All right, all right here we go. Jamie we're, is a baby. So, so okay, we're gonna keep this going. We've got. Uh, so Jamie, you get a hat too. Okay, yeah, we're gonna give Jamie yeah, a hat for calling you a girl. I'm so sorry. We're gonna sell out of so our sorry, hats buddy, yeah. on our giveaways. Yeah, yeah. Um, Josh is not a girl. <laughs> I don't believe. Josh Rivera, you get a hat. Josh Rivera, you get a hat. Listen, we need a woman up in this place. Did any female share the show today? <laughs> yeah. And if so, can Cribs finally attract a female out of... <laughs> Ricardo. Ricardo deserves Ricardo, it. Gerard. Ricardo, you Ricardo get a hat. Gerard. You get a hat, Ricardo Gerard. Ricardo Gerard. Ricardo okay. Gerard. Tariq, I've got all these right here for you. Wait, do I need to read them back? Well, oh, my gosh. Joshua. Okay. Joshua Weatherall. All right. You two more. How about two more? Two more chances. All right, two here, more me, chances. Because i gotta, I got to go work. Gold where it's over. Okay. Chad Palsick is. Chad I hope I, I hope I pronounce that right. Chris, let me. I'm lucky. I got last the lucky one. Last one. Last, lucky hand right here. Last, last one. Lucky hand. Don't lucky look. last one. All right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I, Keith McKenzie. Keith McKenzie. Keith McKenzie. Keith McKenzie. You know what? Wow. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Okay. Here comes Lou. Yeah, okay. He's going to Go give ahead. it a final shot, and then we'll. So I'm going to read these names off again so we can tag Send it out to the street and see if, Oh, he's just going to pull till he finds one. Okay, perfect. I want to give I want to give a hat to a to a girl. <laughs> Don't tell me, dude. So maybe we have any like any girl sharing the show whatsoever. Wow. Maybe we need to get some things other than hats. No? My gracious. Wow. All right, you're depressing me. You start giving away some Louis Vuittons and, you know, they they'll be in. The jar All right, is empty. just 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 yeah. The jar okay. is empty. So here wow. we go. Let's read the hats Ooh. off. We got to go. All right, how about yep. this? We got hats going Turia to Glenn Lundy. You got that, right? Hats going to Chad Palsic, P-A-L-C-I-C. Chad, you got a hat coming. Joshua Weatherall. Weather all. Ricardo Gerard. I would have given J- R- Ricardo one anyway, man. That guy's awesome. I love him. Yes, he is. You're welcome, my sir. We got Josh Rivera. Josh Rivera. River with an A. Then we got Jamie. He is a guy. He, he is a guy. And J-A-M-I-E Schroeder. Jamie gets a hat. Chuck Miller. Chuck Miller. Come on down. <laughs> Terrell Lake gets a hat. Henry Simmerman. And then Keith McKenzie. All right? You guys all get hats. Congrats. Congrats. All right. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. It's been a great, great time. You like it, man? You have fun? Yeah. Had a, had a blast. We'll be back next week with a regular episode of Auto Dealer Live. Auto Dealer Live. We'll see you. See you.